Hi, this is Jessica Valenti, and you're listening to Abortion Every Day. Today is Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. It is a very mixed day for abortion news. We have some great news, but I don't want to get too excited. Then we have some really shitty news, but I'm trying to keep hope. (laughs) Emotionally, I am all over the place, and I am guessing that you all will be too after listening to all of this, but, but you let me know. And just a heads up, We are just doing state news today. I have taken out all the other sections uh, just for today, just because there is so much going on and there was just no way to to fit everything else. So we're just going to stick with with what's going on in the states. Biggest piece of state news, obviously, you probably already know this, but I am going to celebrate it nonetheless. We had a fantastic, fantastic night in Wisconsin. Judge Janet Protasiewicz won her election for the state Supreme Court, and she didn't just win it, she won it by a huge margin, really proving what we have been saying here forever, which is that abortion wins elections. Americans support abortion. Americans do not want these abortion bans, and they are willing to go to the ballot to make sure that they either don't have them or can get rid of them. I don't know how many different ways we can prove that abortion wins elections every time abortion is on the ballot. And let's be clear, it was on the ballot last night in Wisconsin. It was on the ballot. Um, Every time it's on the ballot, we win. We just do. Um, And I would really love for everyone to start acting like it. I did a whole Twitter thread about this last night. I am probably going to turn it into a column. There is no reason for Democrats, for activists to tiptoe around abortion. There's just no reason. Not only because we have the support, we have the votes, but because this fear that everyone has, that that anti-choice activists are going to use our supposed uh, radicalism against us. They're already doing it. They're already doing it. They're already saying we're murderers. They're already saying that that we support abortion up until birth, even when we propose amendments with, with restrictions. They're gonna say it anyway. We have to be pushing for for the things that we actually need. Roe wasn't enough. Why would we fight for, for the same thing? After winning, after it was called, Judge Protasewicz said, Wisconsin voters have made their voices heard. They have chosen to reject partisan extremism in the state. And in a truly bitch move, I'm sorry, I know some people don't like that word, but it really was a little bitch move. <laughs> Loser Dan Kelly said, I wish Wisconsin the best of luck. I think it will need it. What? A baby. What a man baby. I don't want to rain on our parade. I really don't because it was an incredible, incredible win. But the bad news is that last night, Dan Canodal, a Republican, won Wisconsin's 8th Senate district. And this gives Republicans a supermajority and the ability to impeach elected officials, including state Supreme Court judges. Canodal, and that is how you pronounce his last name. I like Googled it and everything. He has already said that he would consider impeaching Protosewitz, okay? And this is exactly what we're talking about when here at the newsletter we talk about the way that Republicans are banning abortion by attacking democracy, right? It's something that we, that, that we talk about a lot here. This is what we mean. This was an incredible election. The voters made their voices heard. And now Republicans could use a supermajority to revoke the will of the voters. Abortion Everyday researcher Grace Haley is writing up something more about all of this to to give you all an explainer, to, to give you a sense of what is happening in Wisconsin and what could happen. And I will send that out in a separate email, but I wanted to make sure to cautiously celebrate. I want to really celebrate, but I'm cautiously celebrating for now.
The other big news out of the states, of course, is North Carolina. Yesterday, I told you that North Carolina Representative Trisha Cotham might flip parties, which would give Republicans in the state a supermajority. It happened today. She announced it today. She said that she was treated poorly by her Democratic peers and that they, quote, pushed me out. Governor Roy Cooper called the defection disappointing and said Representative Cotham's votes on women's reproductive freedom, election laws, LGBTQ rights, and strong public schools will determine the direction of the state we'd love. As you know, if Cotham votes with Republicans on abortion, they could override the governor's veto and pass that near total abortion ban. Now, part of what is so baffling and upsetting about this move, just outside of of generally, but about abortion specifically, is that in 2015, Cotham spoke really movingly about her own abortion experience while she was giving a speech in opposition to a bill that would increase waiting periods in the state for abortions. She talked about having to end a pregnancy after finding out that it wasn't viable and that her life could be at risk. She told GOP lawmakers, my womb and my uterus is not up for your political grab. I've included a link to the full speech. It was a good speech. Yet in this press conference today announcing this defection, she refused to give a straight answer on abortion rights. She said, I'm going to do what I believe is right and follow my conscience. I'm going to look inside and pray on the issue. That worried me a little, but what worried me even more than that comment was that she tried to downplay just how important abortion rights are to women. She said, I believe women are much more. To always be tied just to that tragic hard topic is wrong because women are greater. And the reason I worry about that outside of just it being dismissive, is that that is something that a lot of conservative women's groups say. That is rhetoric that a lot of conservative women's groups use, like Susan B. Anthony, uh, Pro-Life America, Independent Women's Forum. They will say stuff like that a lot. Like, why are you um, distilling women's issues down to their vaginas, right? Like, they, they are very specific about that language, and it sounded very familiar to me. And so that is what I am worried about. And of course, even worse, a uh, local news station reports that she wouldn't answer directly about abortion, but that she indicated she was open to enacting restrictions. They didn't give a quote from her saying she was open, but they said they she indicated she was open. Not sure what that means, but I don't I don't fucking love it. I really don't. Um, I will keep you updated as I find out more. Obviously, I don't need to tell you what the end of abortion rights in North Carolina would mean, not just to, to the folks in North Carolina, but across the South. It would be a nightmare. To listen to the rest of the audio version of the newsletter, please consider signing up for a paid subscription. It really is the best way to support the work that we are doing here at Abortion Every Day. Either way, thank you for listening and thank you for subscribing and for the support.